This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a Bet the Underdog special. Betters will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winning. So download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap. It's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 k with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com and go get started today. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app for your chance to win 3 k in the D-Gen dance. It's not too late, guys. Uh, it goes off on Thursday. All right. Welcome back, DGENs, for the props, bets, all types of betting show, I guess. And we already give out our rights, but if we add anybody else, uh, typically we'll put it here. But uh, we recorded the last one 20 minutes ago, so I don't think I added anybody in between then. Uh, it's your boy, Boston Capper, Steve, the God of Golf himself, Sherman. Did you add anybody in the last 20 minutes, sir? I mean, don't think I didn't uh, go looking to see if I can cash on a couple. I mean, you kind of, uh, you know, poo-pooed a couple of my picks and uh, maybe give me a pause. No, I, I am committed at this point. Uh, my bets are down. I have my six. Uh, we'll talk about them after the break. But, uh, yeah, well, this is uh, one of my favorite shows of the week, the Props and Matchup Show. So uh, I don't know about you. Like, I, I had, I think, I thought I was going to go into the week liking a lot more than I did. Yeah. I think for outrights, I had trouble paring down who I wanted to pick. Matchups were a little dicey. I thought that those the books did a pretty good job pat pairing. They did those pricks. What, I hate. Yeah. I hate. When, I hate when they're on. I yeah. do. I'm and, like, come on, you guys got match madness to, to think about. Can't you guys give us any soft matchups, please? Right. And I know his positional pricing was. I didn't really like it all that much. It was nope. tough for me to kind of justify what I wanted to do. But I got. I got a card together. I feel pretty happy about it. So, uh, yeah, why don't we uh, get to it? All right, let's go. What are we going to break down first? Well, why don't we go to my big short first? Oh, all right. Come on. Right. Who, was, who was it last week? Who did you short last week? I forget. Oh, it, was so, it was so long Christ. ago. It was. It, it feels like three months ago at this point. Well, I, I mean, I know I shorted. I shorted Sungjae at the Honda. Yeah. I shorted somebody who missed the cut at Bay Hill. So yep. I'm doing okay with the big shorts lately. Yeah. No, you are. Yeah. 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 So... This week, though, and I think it's pretty easy to do because there is just one mega chalky guy in the $7,000 range. And it seems like when you come to these types of events where it gets, you know, everybody kind of gets a little bit of groupthink because um, it's a little bit of a weaker field and everybody gravitates to the one guy in, in under eight, usually it goes bust. And that's Adam Hadwin. And he played really great last week. Um, I liked him last week. You know, I, I thought that, you know, he was putting pretty poorly on the POA. I thought get him getting him back on overseed was going to do wonders, and he did. He, he played great, but it seems like with Adam Hadwin, every time he's had, like, a really big, like, good finish, he kind of struggles with follow it up. So, you know, going back to last fall, he had T6 of Shriners, T46 of the Bermuda when people were on him for that event. Uh, before that, T6 of the 3M Open, missed cut the Barracuda after that. T8 at Colonial, cut at, uh, at uh, Memorial the following week. Uh, I mean, I think the last time he put together a halfway decent, like, like follow finish was he finished T8, the Honda, and then T23, the Valero. But just history shows this guy's pretty up and down. 
Uh, you know, gained a whole lot of strokes putting last week. It was a weird week last week. I think he got the favorable draw. So I think Adam Hamlin's going to finish outside the top 40, which, listen, for any other $7,800 guy would be pretty good. But it went 20%. He's got 20% ownership. Yeah, that's, that's not really what you're looking for. That's so uh, Adam Hamlin outside I, the top 40. I can absolutely sign off on that. I can okay. absolutely sign off. No All worries. Right. All right, well, why don't we go over the weather report? So what as we, we kind of talked about, uh, I think I think we talked about it on the show. I'm not sure if it was we on, on air. It was on air. When I said I, I worried about how much rain they were getting. I wasn't sure how I was going to play. Yep, so it looks like it's going to rain overnight tonight uh, in, in this brook, and it's going to rain tomorrow too. So the soft, the golf course should be a little softer. Uh, they, they're going to get a little bit of wind tomorrow, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be enough to dry it out. So I expect probably to begin this golf course, the greens are going to be a little bit of dartboard, especially on Thursday. It looks absolutely beautiful. Five to 10 mile per hour winds, low seventies. That's going to be gorgeous, beautiful sunshine. It's going to be perfect. But then on Friday, it's going to be about 10 to 20 miles per hour in the morning and then 15 to 25 in the afternoon. So it does look like. For, uh, we're looking for another, like, probably PM, AM, uh, split for DFS you want to target. You know, so maybe go look at the tee times. Maybe that drives what your betting, uh, strategies are for the week. Unfortunately, I didn't take that in consideration. <laughs> I just didn't. But we'll see. I mean, this weekend is, it's good. As long as the guys make the cut, I think your guys are going to have a shot. I mean, it's going to be windy over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday too. I mean, I like, I got a gr- bunch of good ball strikers. I like Rupert to get fifth of this golf course that even if I'm not exactly on the right side of the draw here, I, it's not as extreme as last week where it's going to limit a half. I mean, the draw last week is like open type no. fucking bad draws. You know no, what I mean? I mean, it's still, it's still going to be windy for the guys in the morning. It's yeah. It's, and, and that's the thing through the wind. I mean, th- they weren't right about the wind all weekend either. Like they, no. they, they missed a couple spots. Like right. it was, it wasn't windy at fucking all Sunday morning, like at right. all. Like, and so, and it started picking up in the afternoon. So in Florida, the wind always picks up in the afternoon. So just whatever, like, I don't care what the meteorologist says. They have the easiest job in the world. Florida meteorologists in the summertime, 98 degrees, 98% humidity, rain at four o'clock. I'll collect my check and go back to my house. Like it's, it's fine. I'm in the weatherman in San Diego, 75 and sunny every single day. So listen, like if you want to sack your DFS lineups, uh, PNAM this week, if you want to maybe sack your card that way, I wouldn't recommend it because sometimes they go awry. But for DFS, I think that's probably a good strategy. So yeah, why don't we uh, take a break and then we'll start getting into who we bet. All right. Listen, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan. New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and coming soon to the Bayou in Louisiana. And we're bringing the excitement of the win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are ready at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, golf, and everyone. How's that? Just everybody. If 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 you can bet it, WinBet's got you. WinBet is now offering a bet the underdog special. Betters will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 wager on dogs greater than 300 So, that's a free bet on top of your winnings. Patrons who wager at least 500 bucks in the first and second round of the tournament will earn an entry into a drawing for a trip to the win Las Vegas. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. While we recap uh, from the show you probably just listened to first, uh, <laughs> we bet outright. Yes. So I'll, I'll go first. Um, so I talked about it on the show 
the last show that, you know, maybe Dustin Johnson has kind of figured things out. Um, you know, he's been hitting the ball a lot better lately. His iron numbers look great. He's a great long iron player. He probably should have won this tournament back in 2019. You know, I'm, and you know, we're talking offline. We might be due for an under 20 to one winner. And we've gotten a couple of those at this tournament too. Like some big favorites have won here. Um, and he's won a lot of these kind of like intermediate PGA tour, like tournaments before, like Vals or like, uh, you know, travelers and RBC Canadian open, like, yeah. you know, FedEx St. Jude. So, you know, it's, so DJ is not above winning one of these events either. So, uh, I got my 18 to one. I like the price. Um, so that's where I started my card. I figure I'm just going to continue riding the Shane Lowry train. I didn't have him outright last week, but I had him for a top 20 that cashed. Uh, I just like him for this golf course. I think he's seen this type of golf course a lot in the European tour. He's been good on a lot of these similar golf courses I mentioned, uh, on the DFS show, you know, some of these, you know, some of these plotter golf courses, really tough off the tee, you know, really values like long iron play and good iron play. You know, that's basically what Shane Lowry's been doing. I don't care if he's popular again this week. Pretty much anybody who is a good ball striker is going to be popular. So yep. that's fine. So I got a 30 to one. That was actually my first bet on me of the week. Then I dipped down to like the 70 to one range. There's been a couple guys who have been in that range of one. Like I think Sam Burns was 60 last year. I think, uh, like John Sendon was around like 70 to one. There was a couple other guys that were around like this. John Sendon. When the fuck did he win? When did John Sendon? I think it was when he's like 14 or so. <laughs> okay. He's made a couple of presents cup team. That's no, fine. I, that's fine. I, I, I just think it's fine. Like I haven't thought about that name and I can't I think, I think Charles Schwartzel was like 60 to one. So there's been some. Oh, yeah, winners Schwartzel. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, so, uh, so I had Alex Norin down there. He kind of has become this hashtag team no putt guy. Just like he's been hitting his iron so good tee to green, like, and everything's been good tee to green, but he just hasn't been really putting all that great. And I think one of these weeks is just going to finally click for him. And maybe it's this week where you have guys who just struggle with the putter, just, you know, sometimes under finding form on these greens and do well. So 71 for Alex Noren. Um, I don't love how popular Russell Knox is, but just for a guy who is so efficient to green, hits his irons great, has a good history here, and like some of these other like comp courses I looked at, 71 for him. I'll just take it. That's the only place he's on my betting card, though. I don't really trust him. But I look at him for like a matchup or like positionals. I think I'm just going to take the outright and just that's it for him for the week. Okay. Um, and then I found a couple of good prices on Aaron Wise at 130 to 1. Again, just one of these hashtag team no putt guys. Great ballster. He's actually now back to being team no putt. He's been just terrible with the putter lately. But he's finally found the ball striking. Like, so maybe he can, I don't know, maybe he can marry the two this week. Who knows? And then 161 Mito Pereira. It's purely because of the price. The number. That's, That's it. Like he, I do think he's a very talented guy. He is a good ball striker. He is pretty accurate. He has shown that he can putt from time to time. And for 160 to one on a type of guy like that, you know, we'll see. I mean, I like, like looking back at the history of this thing, you know, Gary Woodland was 200 to one when he won and he had being something. Maybe that's kind of like what Mito is. Like I get a guy like way down the odds board who we all kind of think he's good and then he ends up being good. Maybe that's him. Yeah, listen, I, I like your card. It's fine. I, I, I can 100% see DJ win a fucking 18. Yeah. But my card's already short. So I get Kokrak and Keegan both at 40. Um, Keegan, both, both these guys have great course sisters here. Obviously Keegan coming off of the near miss. Um, 
like we talked about in the last part, I didn't even think about that fucking two-stroke penalty. Like, what a difference. What a difference that would have made. Um, so hopefully he's got a chip on his shoulder and he doesn't put it on the water. Was it 16? Did he put it on the water last year? Uh, no, it was earlier than that. Was it? Okay. I was actually driving back from the Outer Banks with, uh, my toddler and my wife. <laughs> and I said, radio silence until I get to the hotel. Right. And then I turned my phone over and my dad texted me, well, that's too bad. <laughs> well, I guess Keegan didn't come through again. That's right. Uh, and then, so I'm with you with Lowry. Um, it, it happened. Like, I love both those guys, both good long iron players, uh, like Florida. Uh, I mean, I just saw Lowry make an ace. How can I bet him? Uh, and, uh, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's go. And I got, I got room for, for probably one more long shot. I probably don't have any room for another short one. I don't think I can get on board with me, though. I got to think about what what else I want to add to it. I might just leave it. I might just leave it at five this week. Okay. Yeah. So I only, I only spent 1.3 units on all those. I definitely have room if I want to add something in the tournament. So, yeah. All right. Um, I guess as far as like things I might regret, I mean, you kind of, the look you gave when he said Aaron Wise and Mito Pereira, like that's just purely. It's the number though. Like whatever. Like, yeah, hey, whatever. throw 10 bucks on who gives a shit. Fucking $20 is like a, is what? Nothing. Who cares? Right. And uh, I mean, he has, they have the pieces of great ball striker, kind of dodgy, maybe on yeah. around three. Yeah, so. it's, it's risk reward. It's a scratch stick. If okay. you hit, it's fucking beautiful. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Let's go over matchups though. So why do you kick it off with your first matchup uh, that you like this week? All right, so uh, so I'm going Keegan over Webb. Uh, like like I said on the last show, I don't trust Webb's back. And you made a good point. Like, all right, he played two rounds, and if his back was really hurting, he was going to play again, like right back to back. I don't know. I don't particularly care. Webb has been a letdown for me for a while now, and if I can get Webb at minus one ten, basically even money, or, or Keegan over Webb at minus one ten, and basically even money, I'm going to take it. I mean, you, we're looking at long. Long iron players. Keegan is the model for that. He is team no putt. And like you said, he is now somehow positive on putting, uh, barring 17 last week, right? So yeah, give me Keegan over Webb. It, it worked for me last week. I'm going back to the well. Um, it wasn't Keegan versus Webb. It was Kokrak versus Webb, but either way it worked. So I'm taking it again. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm looking at, uh, Webb's results at Valspar. He's got a T8 sandwich with like a T41 and two miscuts. So yeah. It's not exactly a, you know, bulletproof resume at this place. So, you know, even if he is healthy, maybe he doesn't do well. Yeah. All right. So my, so my first matchup is I talk about this at the, you know, on, uh, in the 10,000 hour range of DFS where I really like Kyle Morikawa and I just don't see Innisbrook as a golf course that kind of fits Xander Shoffley. And lo and behold, I got a matchup Ooh. that pairs them both. So I got Morikawa minus 120 over Shoffley. I wanted to put Morikawa somewhere on my betting card. This is where I did it. You know, I didn't want to pay like minus 130 for a top 10. Didn't want yeah. to pay 11 to 1 for an outright. This is where I'm going to do it though. And again, this is not a slight to Xander. I don't think he sucks. He got screwed last week. He played very well in calm conditions and then just got blown out to sea, you know, on Saturday. I just, I, I just remember what I wrote back in December about when to bend Xander Shoffley and it's not golf courses that either are overseeded other than Scottsdale for whatever reason, but golf courses that aren't overseed, aren't overseeded. Or golf courses are overseas, don't bet them. And golf courses where you take the driver out of his hands, don't bet them either. And that's both this place. So, um, you know, I think we're kind of leading down a road of maybe by the Masters, maybe some chatter about Xander Stocks after maybe bombs out of match play this week, maybe next week, maybe he only finishes like T36 this week. 
Ooh. You know, maybe there's some questions going to rise, and that's when he's going to catch some people. Am I, so, am I going to get like a fucking thirty for Xander at the Masters? I don't think so, but I think you might get like twenty five or twenty eight. I'd be interested at that point. I would be interested too. I might make it my one and done in the Masters just to make Nagels have a fucking stroke. Just one and one and done. So I know you're the one and done king now. Uh, listen, I, listen, I've been doing good. This I've, I've only I've only missed one cut. I got a couple top fives. Got a win. Yeah, yeah fine. And that's all you need. Honestly, like the fact you won the players, you're probably gonna be in the money as long as you don't really screw up. Well, thanks. thanks it's very, it's very appreciate, hard to appreciate that. Well, no, it wasn't like three million bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look. Yeah, yeah it was like a three. All right. So to give you an idea, I'm like 350th in the one in the Mayo one and done. And I think I've made like 3.2 million all season long. And you made three million dollars in one tournament. So you're yeah. what, like 60th or something. No, I'm fucking 46. OK. Yeah, I think, <laughs> uh, I think like 600 people get paid. As long as you don't duff it and forget picks, I think you're fine. All right. We'll see. I guess all we'll right. find out. All right. Why don't you go with the next <laughs> So my next matchup, I'm going Bubba over Woodland and uh, once again, I'm going back to the well. I believe, you know, eventually that's going to burn you. That's fine. You know what? It can burn me like five times. And I'd still be profitable. Okay. Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and it hasn't been broke yet. And I, listen, Bubba flashed last week. He, he looked okay. And this is a course where he's comfortable. He's fine with it. And you need to be able to, uh, shape your shot different ways here. And that's Bubba. So, well, I'll take him over Woodland, who, listen, he's been playing well. I Listen, I, I was early uh, – I've been saying I'm bet, I want to bet Woodland. He's going to be good. He's, gonna, he's on all my fucking stupid year longs, along with John Huh or Suh, whichever one doesn't have his PGA card. Um, and, and, yeah, listen, man, I'm getting even money against it. I, I'm going to take him, man. I, Bubba flashed a little bit, and I think this is a golf course that fits his eye. And, yeah, listen, fuck it. Give me Bubba. Fucking even money over Woodland, who is fucking sober cursed. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, you're on mute. Good, because you guys didn't hear me clear my throat there. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I already talked about how much I like Alex Noren. Uh, I don't really need to go in that, too. Uh, so he's minus 120 over Jason Day, which, listen, you know, Jason Day is going through some times right now. You know, sorry about your mother. You know, they were very close. But just besides that, that's not the reason why I'm picking not picking Jason Day. Just overall, just Jason Day doesn't really fit this type of golf course. Not a very good iron player. Not a very good long iron player. Not particularly accurate. Hasn't really been too good at this golf course either. This is an easy one for me. No one minus 120 over Jason Day. I like okay. it. All right. What's like your it. what's your third and final one? I don't know. This is this is the guy you wanted to fade in the range, but I'm going I'm going HV3 over Hughes. Uh, Hughes is not a good long iron player. Everything he does is with the putter and around the green. Like give me give me HV3. I, I'm telling you. This is a guy who I've backed for a long time. He just came off a big win at Saudi. Fucking played well at the players. Put himself, dude. He was. If those announcers didn't mush him when I was texting you on Thursday, no one's been in the water yet. I was like, oh, he's fucked. <laughs> like, and I, I think. Listen, I I don't know. I mean, South Carolina, Florida, very similar type of golf courses. Um, I play both, so I don't know. Uh, and, and I just don't trust Mac Hughes here at all. Like he does it all with his putter. He's not a good long iron player. He's terrible off the fucking tee. So yeah, give me HP three and it's fucking minus one hundred five. Yes, all day. Oh, actually, actually, I like that a lot. Even though yeah. I faded Varner in that range, like I think I actually took uh, somebody against Hughes last year at Valspar, and I think that was over after day one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So, no, I'm cool with that. All right, so my third and final matchup is, I mean, I, you know, I love Keegan Bradley this week, just like you. You know, I can just go through all the ball striking numbers. They're great. The chip on his shoulder, that's fine. I talk about the DFS show. You already talked about how much you love him this week. So he's paired against Brian Harmon, who you would think would be really good here because he is pretty accurate, good long iron player, you know, but for whatever reason, just with Valspar, it hasn't really clicked either. I think he's missed the cut like four times here. I think his best finish came like at like a T15 or so back in like 2014 or something. But ever since then, it hasn't been all that great. For whatever reason, this course just doesn't really suit his eye, you know, and it like <clears throat> it seems like even if he's like coming in good form, then he comes to this place and just stinks. Bad form and kind of continues with him. So, yeah, I can't really explain it because Harmon just on paper with what I look at the stats should be OK here, but it doesn't fit. So I'll take a guy who's pretty good here at minus 118 over Brian Harmon. Love it. And. Uh, I think I texted you about it on Sunday, right? Harmon was a group who was fucking causing all these backups. Paul Casey was on the tee. I think we were at seven or eight. And he was just, okay. he's, like, he's like, what's up with the fucking pace of play? I was like, oh, I love it. <laughs> this is like Paul Casey bitching about the pace of play because all of a sudden it was a dead stop. It was Harmon's group just fucking taking forever. And they backed everybody up when we're already backed up we're playing the second and third round on a fucking sunday and you're slow playing the ball and then when i saw him come up 16 they all took 15 fucking practice swings all like these guys don't know the meaning of fucking ready golf like jesus fucking christ line your shot up and move on like oh ooh. like i was i was very frustrated watching like a tv's bad enough in person made me almost have a fucking aneurysm like Ugh, where, where was this last episode when you were burning on something? See, there I it forgot. is right there. But I forgot. You said, you said Harmon, and then you triggered something, and there you go. <laughs> Maybe we'll edit that and put it in that show. I'm not All doing right. any of that. <laughs> All right. You got any more matchups? or? Uh... No, that's it. I need to add some, though. Okay. I need no, like, I, only, I only got my three. I didn't look it. at I didn't look at my local yet, but like I, I want, I want, like I want JT and I want Morikawa in a matchup. I want to use both of them, but they're just on my off, like fucking offshore. Didn't have any decent ones, like so. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so I mean, I, I only did my three. Leaves room in the card to maybe do something on Saturday. I like betting those Saturday round three matchups, so that's fine. We'll see how they go, and you know, we'll go from there. So, all right, while well, we're taking our break, and we'll start breaking down positional props. All right, so listen, uh. Spring has sprung, and our friends over at Manscaped have the best tools for spring cleaning in your pants. And trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers of this upcoming spring. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the 4 million men who trust Manscaped. Use promo code SGP to get 20% off and free shipping off of Manscaped.com. Like I said, listen, back in my day, I used to have to like hang over the toilet and fucking try to trim my pubes and not clip my balls, and now these young kids get to do it in the shower with some space-age type technology. You have no idea how good it is. Do you know how hard it is to get pubes off the fucking toilet and all of them? It's very fucking difficult, guys. So, listen, use Manscaped. Take advantage of the technology. They're the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0. Inside this care bundle, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxers, and a travel bag to hold all of those goodies. So the lawnmower 4.0 is a pube assassin. 
that is waterproof and equipped with an LED light, so you bet it's a major key in your new shower routine. The Elite Trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin, and although your balls might look like punching bags, don't treat them like one and benefit from the proprietary skin-safe technology. And listen, no one likes nose hairs, so the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer is proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in the delicate nose and ear holes. And the Crop Preservers Anti-Chafing Ball deodorant and moisturizer is starting to get hot outside. It's just maybe, hopefully soon. And this is crucial so your balls stop sticking to your leg. It's the fucking worst. Uh, so you're also find the crop reviver spray on toner for your balls, which will keep you smelling fresh down there, just like the spring flowers and complete your grooming game this spring with a refined cologne signature sent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. All right. Uh, if you purchase now, you will receive two free gifts, performance boxers and shed traveling bag. Smell and feel good this spring. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP over at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. And how about just, I'm sure some of our listeners just need a hygiene habit. How about just pick up one? That's it. Just pick up one. I, I would imagine that some people listen to a golf gambling podcast or just any gambling podcast in general probably need some hygiene help. So yeah, yeah. I feel like golf is the higher end. Of yeah, it. I feel, I feel like we're, I feel like you, you can't look completely disheveled walk into a, you know a, a country club. Correct. I feel like we're the Rodeo Drive of degenerates. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I like it. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna run with that. All right. Why don't we go to positional props after that smooth transition? Yeah. So uh, I'll go first since you didn't add read. I'll give you a little bit of a break while you sip on your drink. Thank you, sir. Uh, Cheers. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So I was trying to squeeze in a couple of the top guys looking for, you know, down to the top 20s at reasonable prices. Could not really find something I like. So I ended up going up to the top 10 on two guys that I almost bet outright. But so based on my track record, Probably one of these guys are going to win the tournament, so go bet him. <laughs> uh, so the first one was Terrell Hatton. I already talked about him in the DFS show. I don't really care that his course history, his one appearance here stinks because he was going through a wrist injury at that point. He was not the same Terrell Hatton as what we're seeing now. I think what we're seeing now is a guy who's a great iron player, especially from long distance, uh, pretty consistent off the tee. Pretty good are some of these plotter positional golf courses, some of these tougher ones that where the scoring is, you know, usually par is a premium. You got to be pretty consistent. He's been pretty good at some of those, but he's pretty good at some of the European tour courses like Wentworth and Valder, or he hasn't played Valderrama, but he's good at Wentworth. And that's one of the ones I looked at this week. So yeah, I like him for a top 10 at where'd I get him? Plus 250. And then I know you don't like Matthew Fitzpatrick, but I do. I think he hit the ball fine last week, but he just couldn't really putt, and that's really out of character for Matthew Fitzpatrick. I mean, I I think he's fine. The iron numbers still look fine for him. He's pretty accurate off the tee. Former winner of Valderrama, that's one of the places I looked at. Bunch of top 10s and top 20s at, like, Harbortown, Bay Hill, PJ National, Sawgrass, like all those these golf courses I'm looking at this week. So top 10 of plus th- uh, 320 for him. I like that. All right. Why are you over any top tens you got? All right. So I got Coke Rack at three to one. Um, no dead eagles. Right. So I'll take that dude. He's got a really good course history here. Likes money. Played good enough, uh, last weekend. Likes money. This purse is awful. Yeah. He likes money. So he has to finish well here instead of just being like middle of the road. Okay. 
I'm serious. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, if a guy who who's like, I don't really give a fuck, I can still, what's the difference between 300 and 400,000? You know what I mean? Like, but you actually have to do well here. So, I think fucking Kokrak, who likes the money, he literally is on record saying, I don't give a fuck. I'll go work for whoever. My goal is to retire the fastest. Okay. All right. So, playing the Valspar accomplishes that goal. Okay, continue. That's a dick. All right. And then, so, and then I got... I got Lowry top 10 plus 250 just in case he can't close or some freak weather hits uh, on the 72nd hole and he gets screwed out of winning. Uh, I'll take Lowry plus 250. Uh, And then top 20s, the only ones I got that I found decent at was Hatton at plus 110 because he stays aggressive. And you saw that on TPC. Like he could shoot himself out of an easy top top 10. Uh, trying to get to the end. So giving him at plus 115. And then I'm taking Lanto uh, at plus 350 uh, to cover my outright on him. <laughs> top 20. That's a great strategy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So top 20 for me. Um, I think Abe answers on the ups. He had yeah. two pretty good, he had two pretty good rounds of sawgrass, <laughs> one okay round, one really bad round. He's starting to hit the irons a little better. He's been really good here. I think he's got two top sends. Like, this is his type of track where he just he's super accurate, you know, good long iron player. If the irons are starting to come back, I think he's going to be good here. So I got top 20 of him plus 180. I think that's reasonable expectations for him. Uh, so I like that. And then, hey, listen, you buried the hatchet with Tommy Fleetwood, right? I did. I did. You did. did. And he played, you know, he hit the ball good last week. He just couldn't really putt. And now he's never played this course before, but again, some of these like positional, like tight, narrow tree line, like plotter golf courses. Tommy Flew has got a lot of good history at some of those types of tracks. And I got him for a top 20 plus 220. I was trying to find maybe a top 30, maybe like a little better than what he was offering. I couldn't find, so I just said, screw it. Top 20 plus 220, Tommy Fleetwood. I like it. Listen, and like I said, I buried the hatchet with him because I don't know, he lost me money when he was everybody's dialing. Like, I don't know, years ago. And I just dig in my heels sometimes. And, and I heard that interview. He was very self-depreciating. Like, he was talking about his confidence levels and that type of stuff. And I don't know, man. He was just very relatable. And he needs the beard back. But other than that, like. It's I'm, starting to come back. It is. He like So when I shave my beard, my wife is like, yo, what are you doing? Like, grow that shit back. And I'm like, you married me without a beard. But it's it's hurtful. It is. It's hurtful. I'm not Quasimodo without a beard. I don't get it. I got a I got a I got a scar on my chin from where I got hit with a pipe. But other than that, like whatever. Like I don't know. I don't I like get it. hit with a pipe. I was in a fight. And I got hit with a fucking pipe. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was like my it was like my best friend too. The uh, he she stole he stole my beers. So I proceeded to kick the shit out of him and throw him through his like glass shower enclosure, and then. I went over, outside. over over beer. Oh yeah, like over like daddy ice is still. Um and that, that's uh, a very good reason to throw somebody through a window. It wasn't a window, it was a shower enclosure. Okay, and shower uh enclosure. okay. But I worked his face over pretty good. But then I went outside and uh I was waiting for my other buddy to come pick me up and he came outside with a pipe and I was like, What the fuck are you gonna do with that? And then he fucking showed me what he's gonna do with that. <laughs> fucking uppercutted me with that fucking thing, split my chin wide open, cracked me on the side of the head. I'm lucky I wasn't dead. I have like nerve damage on like uh the right side of my head when I was getting my fade back in the day. It would always it would always make my fucking head feel funny. And then his the funniest thing about it is his Grams comes outside and just fucking takes the pipe from him and walks back inside. <laughs> I fucking love that old lady, man. Fucking <laughs> I loved her, man. She was the best. 
And like, whatever, man. Like, we didn't talk for like, I don't know, three or four weeks and then uh, back to fucking, you know, whatever. Betty Valia, Case and Daddy Ice and everything yeah, was all better. It was all good. Fuck ah, it. I love, there you go. I, I love Brody's Graves, man. Her, her, uh, her husband fucking, uh, was at Pearl Harbor, man. Fucking, uh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, True man. American hero. Rory, Rory's Grams was the shit, man. I love Rory's Grams. She covered up for a lot of my bullshit in high school. <laughs> cool story. <laughs> all right. With that, what are your top 20s? <laughs> I already gave you my top 20s. I gave them all at once. Oh, so my apologies. Cool. Okay. Well, then why don't we When hosts aren't listening. <laughs> right. I think I was anticipating you just chastising me for Tommy Fleet. I'm actually very surprised you're actually a supporter of this. I texted you that, scary. dude. You know, his ownership's like sub 5%. He might be a good pivot play this week. Dude, I kind of thought about it, but I want to take it one step at a time. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to take it one step at a time. With him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we step into an ad break? All right. Let's do that. Listen, this is never enough things to gamble on. And the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, is now there's a new way to play. The ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport, check out Stable Duel, a daily fancy style app where you can play free and pay games for real cash prizes. You pick your horses, you build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard, and you can win as much as 25K with one entry. You don't know anything about the horses? Don't worry about it. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select so you can build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com, and multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at all tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our own stats. Download now over to StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable, and we'll see you in the winner circle. you got to play, race, and win. All right. Well, I'll give you another break where I'll talk about the first round leader lean. Yeah. So, um, so last year, do you remember who was first on leader? No, but I don't remember fucking what happened six weeks ago. It was Keegan Bradley. We got really excited because they both let him out, right? Oh, nice. I, I definitely you, had, you I had, had him. Oh, I definitely leader. had a first round leader. Yes. I, I think you had remember that. I did. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because I remember when I mentioned Keegan, it was the same thing you know, at Amex when I mentioned Seaver. You're like, all right, I got to just go all in on it. <laughs> yep. So there you go. All right, so Keegan had a 64. He started on one in the AM. 2019, because there was no 2020 Valspar. Nope. Joel Damon got to a first-round lead, fired a 66, started on 10 in the AM. 2019, Seb Straka had a 66, started on one in the AM. 2018, Corey Connors had a 67, started on one in the AM. 2017, Jim Herman had a 62. The Herman Good for him. Good for you. He started on 10 in the AM. And then 2016, you had three guys. You had Charles Halliford, third, had 67, started on one in the PM. But then you had Ken Duke, the legendary Ken Duke, hot, or a couple months before he had the greatest round in TBC Sawgrass history. I don't care if Dustin Johnson set the course record. Ken Duke fired a 66 <laughs> in those conditions. Greatest round ever. He has 67 here, starting on one in the AM. And once again, Keegan Bradley had a share of the first round lead. 67 starting on 10. Oh, my God. I'm going to put like 100 bucks on Keegan for the first round leader. <laughs> All right. He's not doing it two years in a row. Don't do that. Don't Fine. say that. I, R- Rory just did it. Rory just did it. I just cashed Rory two years in a row. Fine. Then, then include him in your 10 or whatever. My point is, I just named one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of eight. Some of the last eight guys start in the AM. <clears throat> so... Maybe that's weather could be to that. It also could be something to do with that they did a renovation in 2015, and ever since then, guys in the AM, I don't know, maybe it's something about the golf course where you want to play in the morning now. Maybe it's just good coffee in the clubhouse. It, it might be that, too. 
Something. So, anyways, doesn't really seem like 10 or 1. Like, I wouldn't discriminate with that. Just go with guys starting in the morning this week. And sprinkle. I'll always sprinkle against the trend. Like, just a handful of guys if you normally bet guys first-round leaders. So, first-round leader is something that you need to do every week. You need to be disciplined about it. And I say disciplined. I know people are like, oh, you bet fucking 10. Yeah, I bet 10 every fucking week. That's that's what I do. I pare it down. I know what my odds are, and this is what I want. I want fucking ten guys a week, and that's it. I'm not really gonna bet Keegan with a hundred bucks. Okay. I don't know. We'll see how these first half I'll just keep going. All right. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I'm two and zero, baby. Let's go. Uh, you know they're gonna start catching on. We're getting bigger. They're gonna start catching on. Put about five points. And it was funny. It was all over Twitter earlier too, and that's what I was saying. Like the engagement last night was fucking nuts, and. uh and like other people are on it and shit. So like I actually, so I, I, I fired, I fired every round on the local, uh, for a hundred again. And I was like, all right, so now I got to go to Bovada or, or <laughs> the offshore and, uh, whoops. <laughs> and, uh, and I got to go fire those. But now I'm like, all right, well now I got to write down the numbers and see what I got for these. And I got to compare them before I fire it off. Like, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, back to golf. You got any other props besides, uh. Yeah, actually I do. Okay. I do. So right, I'm going to go. Ra- what? what? Why you rail them off? Go. All right. So I'm going back to top speed, Norin. Why, why would I do that again? He just cashed me last week. This didn't go well for you last year. You but it went well for me last week. Okay, minus one, so. minus 105, bro. Minus 105. Who, who's this competition? I need to fucking remember. Is it, is it Norlander and Stenson again? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. If your if your greed ends up costing me some Norrin stuff this week, I'm not gonna be happy. <laughs> Listen, man, <laughs> stop. I hit it last week. He was against. The I same know. Guys. So double he was down. The same guys. All right, and then I'm taking uh, I'm taking Bubba, the best lefty, because fuck Brian Harmon's slow play at minus one fifteen, uh, and then so, top South African. Why is Usti only minus one ten? Well, I mean, you got Bazain Hood in there. Yeah. People like tight. him. You got Brandon Grace. <sighs> Gross. You got Hago's not in the field, right? Uh, Hago's not there. You got, it's probably about. That's it. I think that's about yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. I'm taking Usti, minus one ten. I already laid the bet. Don't care. Okay. Uh, so, did that. And then, so, top Mexican answer against Ortiz is like minus 240. I'm trying to figure out a way to like parlay that. With like one of the higher first round unders <laughs> Thursday and Friday to get it to go. That sounds like a disaster. Yeah, yeah, fine. It's a fun bet. Whatever. Throw twenty bucks okay. on the case. Like minus two forty is way too much for a head to head matchup. Like that's the way you gotta look at it. It's just him and Ortiz, right? So my, I'm never laying a minus two forty head to head ever. Like it's never happened. What so, happened to Ortiz? He's a mess now. He's a mess. So this, you got you got to parlay it with something, but I mean that I know it's minus two forty. I'm I'm not gonna say it's free money, but it's free money. So th- those are the weird ones. And then, oh, so, so you just said it's free money. So it's not free money. See, see what I did there? That way I can go back. Like, yeah. I never said it was free money. I'm going to say it's free money. Um, I listen to lots of sport, sports talk radio growing up. I know how to, I know how to play both sides. Um, and not be wrong. <laughs> the, uh, and then I got, I got Fitz to miss the cut. Minus two, oh, not minus, plus 250. Let's go. Too much fucking steam. I don't know what it is about this kid that everybody fucking loves. I don't see it. I don't care. Plus two fifty. I hit Morikawa at three to one last week. He is a, a qu- quarter of the golf of Morikawa is. Give me Fitz. 
All right, we don't even need to do a charity bet because we both have skin in the game. So there you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're doing charity bets with our bookies, I guess. Yeah, I guess. All right, so I got some, a couple. I only have one top thirty. I don't love the price, but I just wanted to put Christian Bazanu somewhere on my betting card plus one fifty for him. Uh, I mean, I talked about him in the DFS show. You know, he's got a lot of things to look for. He's accurate. Uh, you know, good scrambler, good putter on the overseed. Pretty good in some of these tougher, like, comp courses. And the guy is just kind of like a top 30, top 40 machine. So I'm just going to go with that. Zane top 30 plus 150. And then some top 40s I got. I got a good feeling about Joe Damon, Joe Damon this week. I think you disagree about the bad drop ruling. I think some I good do. karma is going to come his way. And I think he played well here, I think, a couple years ago. Hits his long irons pretty good. Then hitting his irons a little better lately, too. Pretty accurate. So I like him. I think Matias Schwab is going to keep it rolling. You know, two straight top tens, top 40 is a pretty reasonable expectation. You know, a little bit of regression caked in, uh, but plus 175 for him. Again, pretty accurate guy. Hits his irons pretty good. What's his top 20 at? I don't even know. Probably, okay, I might look that up. Probably like four to one. Whenever you, throw, whenever you throw these euros to me, like I get all excited and I'm like, I want to I go back. They usually crash and burn. I don't care. I'm still going to go do it. Okay. So, I mean, like, you know, Schwab has kind of seen, like, a lot of these types of golf courses over in Europe when he played. You know, Wentworth, Valderrama. Same thing with David Lipsky, because he played over yeah. in Europe. So top 40 plus 260 on him. You know, okay. hitting his What's iron's pretty good. Played, I think he finished, what, top 30 at, uh, top 30. Yeah. February Bay Hill? Yep. He, or not Bay Hill, at, uh. Yeah, no, API. Uh, yeah, it was Bay Hill. No, the <laughs> Honda he screwed me. He got to a good start at Honda and then he faded, but yeah. I, let's keep it rolling with him. You yeah, know, like he's it. accurate. His iron's pretty good. Seen these types of golf courses before. I like Lips, that. Lipsky's going to be a first round leader for me now. Okay. And then Adam Spenson, <laughs> top 40 plus 180. Hashtag team no putt guy. Good ball striker. You know, he's been playing okay in Florida. Uh, let's go with a top 40 for him plus 180. I like it. So you're, so you're big short and one Canadian and fucking betting Spenson, the other Canadian. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. Shorting one Canadian Adam. Going with the other Canadian. That's right. It's diplomatic relations, man. You're like the fucking United Nations, man. There's Good only job. one room for Adam and for one Canadian Adam in the spending card. <laughs> That's right. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, well, we got to do one and done. Oh, yeah. Shit. So I actually, because, uh, you know, let's pull out the curtain a little bit. Uh, because I have a loner laptop tonight, I <laughs> don't know what the link is to the one and done. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't said it yet. <laughs> uh, I will probably figure out because I think it's on my phone. Tell me who, but, tell, um, me, tell me who you want to play. I I I I, I can remember who you played for the most part. No, I know I know who I played and haven't played. I know I played Lowry already. Yeah, I you played I played, Lowry. I played Answer. Oh. I used DJ this week. Ooh, damn! Yeah, That's just a small purse. Yeah, but sometimes you want to do that though. That's fine. I don't know. I gotta think about it. I think DJ's going to win this week. I mean, obviously, really? I bet it. I bet it, but I, I think he's going to win. He's okay. due for a win. All right. He might be my one different. I haven't decided. Maybe it'll be Hatton. I fine. Don't know. You let me know, and I'll post it to the Twitter world, okay? I don't have to do that. That's fine. No, we do. They want to know who you picked, but you want to done. Well, I'm telling you. Well, the people in the pool are going to see it. I'm think I'm thinking people DJ. in the pool. There's like 20 of us. Like the people right, outside. It, right, it might be it might be DJ. It might be Hatton. I don't want to burn JT Morikawa. No, no way. Yet, no way. So. Nope. 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 It's probably one of those guys. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. What about you? Coke Rack. Have you ever used him? No. What the fuck okay. would I use Coke Rack? You might have used him at like Sony or something. No. 
All right, you might have to double check that. Fine. All right. So if I don't use if I don't use Kokrak, I'm using Hatton. Okay. I want to say I want to say Lowry for the Lowry's like in play for the Masters for me. Really? Oh yeah. I think I think you were U.S. Open. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, I, 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 I think Lowry's in play for Brookline. Really? Oh shit! That's in June. I was supposed to figure out if I was going with that or not. <laughs> Better get on that, buddy. That's fine. I'm a last minute type dude. It's fine. All right. I know you're shocked by that, Steve. All uh, right. Why don't we do? Why don't we do one more ad break and then we'll close the show? All right. Sounds good. Well, listen. Uh, so props up is where America buys and sells sports bets. March Madness is here. 2-0, first half unders. Let's fucking go ride that cash train. March Madness uh, is the best place where you can cash in on the big dance is PropSwap. Every season, PropSwappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. And you can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself, just like Zach from California, who purchased a Tennessee championship ticket on PropSwap at 41 when the sports books are off at 25 to 1. And now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high and cash out on PropSwap when the tourney starts. Cinderella stories happen every year, so don't miss your shot. So hurry up and down the app today. That's got fantastic features like filtered listed tickets so you can find the best value, all the big red hot tickets for sale, and, of course, a loyalty reward program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash and a first deposit cash match when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go join the real sports bettors on PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. It's a good thing. It's a good thing we're wrapping this up. My voice is both cash. (laughs) All right. I think the only thing I want to close with is, you know, out of transparency, you know, just how many units I've allocated on each. So I put about 1.3 units on uh, total between DJ, Lowry, Knox, (laughs) Noren, Wise, and Pereira. Uh, I put 1.1 each on all three of my matchups for 3.3 units total. And then four and a half units total on the positionals. And my break even point is I need to hit four out of nine to get a little over a unit. I like it. Reasonable. That's outside excluding dead heat, which I can't control. Whatever. Correct. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll start putting my units on the guy too. We'll see. Okay. All right. You got anything else? That's it, baby. I'm just ready. Listen, I'm ready for another golf tournament week. I know everybody said about match madness, but bounce bar. I mean, you want to talk about three had closing holes. Fucking great tournament to watch. Fucking tight fairways. Need to bring your fucking A game. I love this shit. Like, I do. I love it. I fucking, I love the Florida swing. I know I'm biased because I live here, but I, I like to see the pros suffer on the bullshit I have to play all the time. So, yeah. I mean, that's it. Steve, anything else for you, brother? No, that's it. Let's get to another tournament. All right, let's go. Let's go. We're going to pack another win. Anyway. We're going to break the fucking books again. Both the cast will be posted on Twitter. Come find Steve at sportsgamepodcast.com. Go click on all his articles, share them with your friends, post them on Reddit, do whatever it is you internet kids do. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know where to find me, boss underscore capper on Twitter. And uh, let's break them fucking books, baby. Let's go. 